hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Welcome back, everybody. As always, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to get right after it today. We are talking guns. Yes, folks, that's right. I am a therapist. I do clinical counseling. I'm a mental health provider, and I am willing to talk about guns. And it is, this is not going to be your typical uh, pro-guns, anti-guns, blah, blah, blah. Look, look, that, that's apparently up to the citizens and the politicians. Nope. Today, I'm talking about the blind spot we have as a culture to this whole conversation about guns. I'm going to make this so crystal clear, regardless of your vantage point, this is a must listen. Okay. Got to listen to this. All right. Why am I going to do it? This blind spot is going to get more people killed. That's why that's, that's exactly why we have to do this. We have to have this conversation. It's a non-negotiable. And with that, I'm going to teach you first. Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm hoping you're watching on Rumble or YouTube. Uh, I'm going to first teach you the whole idea of blind spots. And I'm going to do this so crazy fast. Uh, and, and you're going to pick it up because it is not as difficult as you think. I have put up on the screen. I see, I see, you see, you see. You can see this if you're on Rumble or YouTube. It's a window. This is called Jahari's window. I see, you see. All right. It's all about what we share in the world. So if you take a look at this uh, up in one corner, it says, I see, I see. You can tell that, hey, I'm the only one who sees that. You don't see that box. That means that's my secrets or my privacy. Right? And there's a fine line between secrets and privacy. But then you see there's shared space, the things that I see and you see. And then there's this other little devious box down there, uh, the blind spot. Yep, that's right. The BS box, that blind spot box, if that is the problem, that's what I'm talking about today. But today I'm going to take a little bit of a different angle. I want to tell you how to fix it. Because you need to know how to fix this. This this crap doesn't have to happen. Okay? It just doesn't. So let's take a look at another option. All right? So hang in there with me. You're watching as I switch. This is what we actually want the box to look like. Small little secrets and a small little BS box. Why? Because we don't want big old blind spots. And the correlation between blind spots and secrets is absolutely ridiculous. So if we reduce the secrets, we will inherently reduce the blind spots. So how do we reduce secrets? More shared space. This box shows it to you. You have more shared space. You have less secrets. Therefore, you have less blind spots. Okay, you're going to probably say, but not everybody is safe. Fact. That is absolutely a fact. Not everybody is safe. And we still have to find ways to create shared space. We have to do it. 
how do we do that? Well, let me take you back a little bit. So I, in my uh, episode called You're the Problem, and for those of you who've been with me for a while, which a good number of you have, which is awesome. Thank you so much for subscribing, liking, following, all those things. You might remember this. Back in segment 19 of You're the Problem, we went through and we talked about the shared space, okay? And why it's not actually safe right now. Okay, we didn't frame it quite like that, but essentially that's what we were saying. Y'all aren't taking care of the shared space. So for those of you who are new or maybe you don't remember, there was a segment that I did and I'm going to be pulling it up for those of you on Rumble and YouTube. You're going to be able to see this. I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about, like exactly what I'm talking about by this shared space. So if you remember, we had this whistleblower thing that went on with, uh, it was all about Hunter Biden. And you might recall, if you were listening to me at, at that point, you might recall how I talked about uh, these these series of monologues where these politicians were coming in to a meeting. The meeting was titled Hunter Biden or uh, let me, I mean, I don't remember exactly what's something about Hunter Biden and the whistleblowers or whistleblowers and Hunter, Hunter Biden, or maybe it was just whistleblowers. But at the end of the day, it was all supposed to be about what Hunter Biden and the whistleblowers, but what ended up happening. And I'm going to give you a little glimpse into it real quick is we didn't talk about Hunter Biden and the whistleblowers for at least half, if not more of the meeting, which means we had an opportunity for shared space. And instead, what we did was a series of monologues. And we wonder why we have all these blind spots. We're not interested in the shared space. Take a look. Mr. Flynn pleaded guilty twice to lying to the FBI. President Trump's Attorney General William Barr personally intervened in the case, and that led the Department of Justice to abruptly reverse course and have the case dismissed on grounds that a federal judge found dubious, to say the least. And that's a quote from the judge. In the case of longtime Trump associate and advisor Roger Stone, a federal jury found him guilty in 2019 of obstructing a congressional investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election by lying to Congress and witness tampering. In response, a sitting president, President Trump, immediately took to Twitter, attacking the Department of Justice and accusing them of employing... What is this test? Folks, you got to know, you got to know this. This, this is exactly what we can't have if we truly want to get rid of blind spots. The meeting was about Hunter Biden and the whistleblowers. But that didn't sound like Hunter Biden and the whistleblowers. That was one in the series of monologues. You need more evidence? That same, same ridiculous meeting where we have an opportunity to work 
together and have shared space, not agreement. You don't have to have agreement in shared space. You just have to be willing to share the space and do it by talking about the same stuff. But don't take my word for it. Listen, this went on and I watched the whole stupid thing. I heard at least probably 15 of these monologues that were all about avoiding shared space. American people know President Trump pressured the Justice Department, which we're talking about here today. Like, wouldn't that be wrong if someone did that to go easy on his friend Michael Flynn? Again, is this about Hunter Biden, the whistleblowers? <laughs> no. We have people showing up that are not interested at all in having reasonable dialogue. That's the problem, right? We, if we're going to truly change the way we manage guns, the way we look at guns, the way we solve our gun problems in the United States, we cannot have series of monologues like what you just heard. That can't be the exclusive reality. We have to do better. Look, you want to do monologues, folks? I have a good one for you. Do a podcast. I can come in here and do a monologue all day long. Post it. Boom. There you go. There's your monologue. But if we want to change the culture at some point, there has to be an engagement at a different level. There has to. Because remember in that Jahari's box that I showed you? If we want to reduce the blind spots, we have to increase shared space. It's not an option, folks. But what are we doing instead? Oh, yeah. No, I got one more for you. This is that same meeting. That same meeting, which we just we just heard takes that we're not about whistleblowers. We're not about Hunter Biden. They were about Donald Trump, which wasn't even the agenda of the meeting. And then we have this. Closing, there is a two-tier justice system. It does exist. But it's not what my Republican colleagues want to say it is, using your story for that. It's not Republican versus Democrat. It's black, brown, and poor people versus everyone else. And I won't accept when Republican politicians look to appropriate the language of the movement for black lives and civil rights to fit a political agenda to defend Donald Trump. This is the two-tier justice system. Look, folks, at the end of the day, we have... Uh, we have politicians that are setting the example for you on how to avoid shared space and accomplish jack squat. Honestly, they're accomplishing nothing, nothing. They think they're cool because they're going in and they're talking about Trump instead of Biden uh, or, 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 you know, like they're, they're, they're undermining the meeting. They're talking about race, poverty, instead of what the whistleblowers were there to talk about, which is Hunter Biden in this particular example. But the thing is, this is happening day after day after day. 
And we wonder why we cannot solve gun violence. We wonder why we can't resolve even a piece of the problem. And instead, we get entrenched in our monologue because we go to an echo chamber and we hear the same things over and over and over. Guns are bad. Guns are bad. Guns are bad. Guns are great. Guns are great. Guns are great. Let me be honest with you. If you're going to the echo chamber and you're hearing your politicians say the same things over and over, even in meetings where that information doesn't even belong, it's not pertinent, you're contributing. And here's the issue. This is the issue I have with it. I got up this morning and I was wrestling with this mass shooter situation because every time that happens, every time that happens, It saddens me. It does. I think about the 22 people that died because of one shooter. And I think we should be better than this. We really should. And then I think about why aren't we better than this? Is it because there's too much poverty? Is it because inflation's too high? Is it because we have a Democrat in the office right now? Is it because we had a Republican before? Is it because uh, of, of health care? Is it because of, of something that's going on in the local towns? What is it? And I think about my responsibility. What I'm supposed to do as a mental health professional. What in the world do I get to do to make a difference with the gun violence? And then I think I have a podcast. What does everybody else have? And I think of all the voices that are never heard. And it tears me apart inside folks. Because we could be better than this. And then I think 22 people who died. And as sad as that is, we're hearing about it. They're already releasing names of the people who have died. And then I think about, you know, just last week, I put together a podcast trying to go over the names of the people, Americans, who have died at the hands of Hamas. And there's over 30 confirmed. And I could only find five or six stories. Five or six names. And I'm thinking, how in the world does a life in Maine that's an American matter more than a life in Israel or Gaza that's American? Or how about how about somebody who's fighting for our freedom? How about the name of a soldier, a Marine, an airman, a seaman, somebody in the Coast Guard 
a police officer, a firefighter who fight to protect us and they die. Do they matter? Because it's happening a lot, folks. But when it's a mass shooter, it just becomes a political pawn. It's an opportunity to move an agenda. And at the end of the day, we lost 30 people, many of them probably to guns by Hamas. And most of y'all don't know a damn thing about any of them. And it breaks my heart that many listeners out there, even ones who want to be informed, because you just can't get the information, unless it has some stupid political agenda. And I think we're losing the relational aspect completely, folks. Our culture is pushing it out unless it fits a convenient narrative. And I got to tell you, I don't give a crap about your convenient narrative today. All of these lives matter. I don't give a crap what color, how old, any of that junk that those 22 dead people are. They could be black. They could be white. They could be 500 pounds. They could be 70 pounds. I don't care. What I care about is that you all start to care. Because our blind spot our, our our cultural blind spot is that unless it affects me directly, I don't have time for it. Even if it's a dead person. As long as I don't have to clean up the body, I don't care. That's the message you all are are, are sending loud and clear. Because 30 plus people have died at the hands of Hamas that are Americans. And there's there's no uproar. There's only an uproar when it's in Maine and it does a, a political agenda. That kind of crap has to change, folks. We have to get back to the basics. Maybe start giving a crap about your neighbor. Do you know your neighbor's name? If you don't, why the heck not? Do you know the the neighbor on the other side of your neighbor? When you drive through your town, Do you inevitably pass a person or two, the same person or two, 
on a regular basis. Do you wave and smile? Or do you just think to yourself, oh, there they are again. Ho, 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 here we go. We don't need a bunch of Eeyores, as cute as Eeyore is. We need you to engage in your community. Join a rotary. Volunteer at a church. The next time that there is a a, a local event like a, a a Spartan or a run, a 5K, a 10K, go volunteer. They need you anyway. Be part of your community. Go to the local library. See what's going on. Find something to participate in. Join a Toastmasters. Get involved in your city council, your school board. Do something. Because nothing is not the answer. Nothing reduces shared space. It creates more secrets and more blind spots. And then when there's a mass shooting in your town, you won't know who they are. You'll be like, oh, hey, I saw that guy once. Get involved. That's all I got for you today, folks. I know. I told you I was going to really try hard this month to stay more positive. And generally, I did. But I appreciate you joining me. I hope my uh, little spiel here about blind spots was helpful educationally. And I hope, I hope to God it inspires at least one, one of you to go out and do, do something in your community that's positive. Be part of something. It may take you six months to find a a benefit in it for the people around you. But just start. And this will be a victory. Just one of you. And if I get two, bonus. Three, four hundred, five thousand. Man, that would be awesome. But let's just go with one. One of you. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you have a great day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com. Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy dash perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.